Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack Podcast. My name is Donnie Reese, and finally, Caro has come back to the Nintendo Shack. What up? Hey, I've missed you. Oh, thanks. I I enjoy talking to Kevin and all that, but it's not the same. It's kind of been weird just being like out of a routine, so... You Kevin do something for guys gone. 103 weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, am I supposed to do something? Yeah, it's just like, just the holidays in general really mess with me, because I forget what day it is, and it, uh, I can't stand that crap. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. We are having, a, potentially having some technical issues. I have a brand new computer that I've tried to set up as best I could and try to transfer everything over, but even then, I'm still finding out new things every time we turn something on or click a button. But uh, welcome this week to Nintendo Shack 115, titled Pokey Direct. We had a Pokemon Direct today. Oh, did we? It's crazy. So um, I don't know what you've been doing, but what I plan to do is let's just break down the Direct first. Sure. Because I've been playing all kinds of everything. And before I get into any of it, I'd rather just get to the news because we may have to push stuff off till next week. Totes understand. Okay. Since... Number one, you said, why don't you take this? Because you haven't had time to look at anything. So, yeah, let me. I wrote, I wrote all the notes for everybody that doesn't. But I was putting out fires at work this morning when the Pokemon Direct was going on. So I didn't even get to see it until this afternoon. I had to go to the doctor's office because apparently I probably have sleep apnea. And they're deciding whether or not they want to take out my tonsils or like cut my uvula or like Ew. all these things. So I don't I, need all that. I here's a funny that. thing, though. Funny Pokemon thing. I was sitting, if you're watching our YouTube video, I was sitting in front of the doctor like this, watching the Pokemon Direct like this. Ah, ah. And like I was moving the phone around her. At one point, I had Melissa hold the phone. And Melissa was like, this is ridiculous. You just watch this later. And I was like, eh, it's important. It's for the site. Don't worry about it. Like, th- let the doctor do what they got to do. They can work around this. This is not the worst thing a doctor's had to work around. Um, so I tried to get as much as I could. I think I got most of it. But I'll go ahead and say this now. Um, my awareness kind of cut off. Like in the middle of like the expansion talk, like kind of before before home. I don't know nothing about home. So I'm coming to okay. this show. I haven't been able to rewatch it. I haven't been able to study it. They've fixed in the roof. I'm doing things on the cars. It's been a it's been a hectic day. I'm doing the computer, brand new computer, moving all the files, doing all the things, downloading all the programs. It'd be like that. And yeah, I'm just I'm a little little hectic, a little chaotic, a little manic. I've been a little manic like since you've been gone. Since okay. you've been gone. I got all kinds of stuff. Like I, I can't even tell you stuff. So I'm buying tell, buying stuff left and right. You and me both, we'll get into that in a bit. All right, Pokemon Direct. Hey, Shaq, sorry. We talked about um, us having some some issues on the trouble side. Apparently, we lost Caroline's audio at some point right after she started talking about the Direct. So what she's doing, she's introducing the fact that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is getting a remake, Rescue Team DX. It's a remix of the 2006 games, Red Rescue Team from GBA and Blue Rescue Team DS. It combines both games into one coming March 6th, and there's a demo that's out right now. And we're going to go right back to where I pick her back up. Um, again, I apologize. 
brand new computer we just installed it. i just turned it on just started putting things in i tried to bring as much as i could but um, all the re- all the settings and everything are gonna have to be redone so we're gonna have to get used to it so just bear with us um you didn't miss much maybe about two minutes of caroline to kind of introducing the remix um i think that's all we've missed but outside of that uh, i think we're okay so let's get back to the show on where there's just random dungeons slash, you know, just kind of like open areas, but each it's completely random. Red Rescue Team was uh, released in 2006 for the Game Boy Advance. And at the same time, because the DS was already out, they put Blue Rescue Team, which was its counterpart on the DS. So it's kind of weird, but they're combining both of the games into one game that's coming to the Switch March 6th. Demo is available as of today. I've played it. yeah, I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. If you play the demo, it has transferable save data into the final game. How do you like that? Like, is I that? Love, I think everybody I really mechanic. likes that. I love that mechanic. That's why I got on the Dragon Quest mm-hmm. um, demo to begin Here's with. Here's the thing, and that's the reason I bring it up. Um, I'm not going to go too crazy with this. I've been playing Dragon Quest, and i actually been playing it. Yeah. I restarted it. And I feel like there's a part of me when I was playing the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon today where I was like, I'm just going to play this again. I'm just going to redo it because I don't want to play the intro of the game and then four months later try to pick back up where I left off. Like, I just want to keep playing. And like with Dragon Quest, I think I think that might have been smidgen small part of why I didn't want to play it again is because I played it for about, you know, two hours and hadn't played it in months. And all of a sudden, okay. now I'm supposed to take on this 60-hour campaign. On the, on the other hand, uh, I played Dragon Quest right probably the week before it was released. So I would have run into the release anyway, and it would have just sure. been like picking it up. So it depends on when you pick it up. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I get that it's a good no. thing. It lets people try the game. I'm just... Yeah. I'm. With Dragon Quest, I became acutely aware of... I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Mm. You know? Or if I do it, wait until closer to the game. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nicer if they released those, you know, maybe within the week before. Yeah. That's a good compromise. Yeah. But I, I played it today. I mean, I played it today. I'm going to replay it again. But I, I played it. I played for about an hour. Okay. So. All righty. Well, that was not the only thing on the direct. Then Ooh, we got. Before we move on, though. Since, yeah. since that wasn't the only thing on the direct. Before we move on, I want to talk about this game. Um, my portable Nintendo history has been well chronicled here at PSVG. So obviously, yeah. I can't tell you that I've ever really played these games. I'm I did sure buy you know. one on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a DS cart for Jack. Okay. So you played Super Mystery Dungeon then? That sounds right. That sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, that's, that's better than anything. That, yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Um, I bought him a cart on, on his 3DS or on his 2DS. It was a DS cartridge. And uh, he liked it. Uh, I played it. I looked at it. But like all of these games, as I've said before, like all of these games from that DS and GBA era, when I looked at them in 2013, old game is old. Like, it looks like an old game. Like, that's an old game, you know? And those, those sprites on the GBA are so good to me still. I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm watching GDQ right now, and any Game Boy Advance game that pops up, I'm just loving nice. it. I don't have that nostalgic heart. You know, so I just I just appreciate good pixel art, I think, is my thing. So So, um, the announcement as it leaked early, like we knew this was coming before the direct happened. The announcement leaked early. And when it leaks, I'm like, oh, I'm not that excited about 
Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I've seen that game. And then the art style gets shown. And I actually looked it up because the first thing that I thought of when I saw the art style was Okami. I was like, that's Okami. No. (laughs) Brian said that's very Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. So I looked it up and apparently, I'm going to try to say this correctly, it's a Japanese art style called Yukioye. Yukioye. Have you seen any of that type of stuff before? Yeah, it's just, it's old ink and watcolor. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's like a watercolor yeah. thing, but yeah, with, um, the, with the ink splotch and it's, stuff. It's basically an ukiyo-e that you play through. So I, I played the demo, and uh, I'm I'm buying the mess out of this game. I am, like, so excited. It is so adorable. It's so cute. And it, okay, I mean, it looks like a comedy to me. It's like Pokemon, like- a comedy game. In terms of spinoffs, I do love Mystery Dungeon. Uh, it is a roguelike, which, you know, I, I kind of enjoy roguelikes. And but, I hate that um, term. But <laughs> it's Pokemon and it's simple. Yeah. In terms of spinoffs, though, I think that Rumble is probably the better spinoff. I just really enjoy Rumble. And this There's one is... about Rumble that's very charming. This one's Rumble-esque, at least, that you, you know, you get to press an attack. You get to go up to right, a thing right. in action real time. Um, so I like that you is get to move around because it was originally turn based. I just walked up to a thing and I press the, I press the trigger button. It gives me four attacks and I press one and I just do it automatically. Okay. Now your partner, if you line up your partner in front of somebody, they may attack on their own. So okay. the only roguelike part of it that I understand is just that the dungeons mix up every time, right, but I'm right. sure it being a Pokemon game, I'm sure it's not like, so when you say, when I hear the word roguelike, I get scared because my immediate thought is hard, die a lot, keep no, no, repeating. No, no. When this I isn't... hear roguelike, it's shuffled dungeons, a new thing anytime. Gotcha. Countless. So I had a lot of fun playing the demo and uh, knowing Jack's affinity for Pokemon. But honestly, I started with Cubone. I was like super happy, get the little watercolor Cubone. And uh, it's the Pokemon that I really enjoy. That's the Pokemon that I have a tie and affinity to. And it's simple. Like Quest. Yeah. You know, like Quest, like Rumble. It's a simple Pokemon game. I like that stuff. I like to veg out on it. From the demo that I played, I got to tell you, um, if it's 60, which it probably is because it's Pokemon, it's uh, that seems high. Like, that seems like that's going to, that might sting a little. You know, but you know what? Good on them because I'm going to buy it anyway. Like, I'm going to buy it at 60 and just call it a day. A lot of people will. Um, I mean, it is a rehash of, really, it's two older games combined into one. It's really pretty. Um. I, a lot of people really love Mystery Dungeon. It's it's had it had a it had a sequel after that that was like the Explorer series, and there were three games that were released on the DS, and then they did Super Mystery Dungeon for the 3DS. But they haven't had anything, and I think Super Mystery Dungeon came out pretty early for the 3DS's lifetime. So it's been a minute since we've had a Mystery Dungeon title. I'm excited. I'm excited to to jump in like day one like while the getting is good while everybody else is playing instead of oh you remember mystery dungeon it was cool back in the day you know like i didn't remember it you know the same thing with Link's awakening right i downloaded that on my 3ds and was like this is too old for me to enjoy now they're going to remake it and now i'm going to play it and hopefully finish it just like Link's awakening so cool all right now we get to the second part of the direct which was the main part the main part the people that part of the people care about yes well (laughs) all right so sword and shield's been out for a few months now, and they have decided that they're going to add, I believe this was done from the beginning. Uh, that's just me. They're adding an expansion pass. Uh, it is going to be $29.99. You either buy it for sword or you buy it for shield. 
I, I was originally wondering, is it one expansion pass and it applies to both games if you own both games? But no, there's Pokemon yeah, Sword yeah. expansion pass and Pokemon Shield expansion but pass. But both expansions are the same. Yes, but yeah. if you want both of them, you're paying $60 to get both of them. It's 30 for each. Wait a minute. If you want both of them on two different versions, it's 60 if you if you own Pokemon Shield and you pay thirty dollars, right. you get both expansions. You get the what is it the the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor. Okay, so that's what that's what I'm talking about. So there are two expansions within the expansion pass, but there is there is a Pokemon Sword expansion pass. There, yes, thirty dollars. Yes, a Pokemon Shield expansion pass, thirty dollars. But they're they largely the, the same, same thing. Content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I just want to be clear. I don't want anybody thinking that they got to pay twice. If you own one copy of the game, like most people, and you're buying the expansion pass, you pay for it one time. If you right. own multiple copies of Pokemon, if you own Sword and Shield, you have to buy an expansion pass for both. You can't link one expansion pass to two right. copies of the game. And that's what I was hoping was, you know, it was just a well, I'm sure you were. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this is a continuation of the game's story. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned that this is going to be a replacement to their third installment titles. So Crystal for Gold and Silver, yep. Platinum for yep. Diamond Pearl. We're not going to be having those. The re-release. Third, the well, Ultra yeah, Sun and the Ultra like, Moon. We're not going to get the, hey, it's the same game, but a little bit differently that you pay full price for. Mm-hmm. This is and a good thing. I think that's the way that it should have been going Yes, for a long this is what time. people have said forever. Like this is them making good decisions. Yep. Uh but I do have issue with the Uh-oh. I do have issue with the fact that the amount of content that was in here seems like it was purposely left out of the main game. That's my gripe. We'll talk about it. Two parts are in this expansion. So I mentioned that there are two different expansions, one per each version, but there are two parts in each expansion that uh, are in both. They're in both of them. So part one, the Isle of Armor is coming June 2020. They've already announced that it's in June. Part two, which is called the Crown Tundra, is coming this fall. They're both working on them, or they're working on both of them still. So... They're currently in development. A lot of the stuff that we saw was pretty much just uh, prototypes and concept art and stuff like that. Yep. Um, So we'll touch on Isle of Armor first, which is a new area that Brian literally said it's the Scotland to the England that Galar already was. It's pretty much north of everything. And it's it's an, an it's Scotland. <laughs> New environments in this area are focused on nature. So they have a lot of nice uh, greenery. There's like a little island area. Uh, really pretty concept art. I kind of wish that they had full fleshed out models and areas. My big gripe from the whole sun, sh- the, the whole sword shield thing is I, I'm not a fan of them showing not just concept art, because I think that can be cool as like an accent piece. Like here's yeah. what we were thinking and here's where it, this is what it ended up being in reality. Sure. But there was no reality in this part. And not that I'm opposed to seeing concept art, because sometimes it can be good, especially early in development when they're trying mm-hmm. to like win you over with a game. Like here's what a drawing might look like. That's okay. Right. They showed us like 10 minutes of concept. It was way too much concept art. It's like I it agree. didn't end. It was like. Is this the same thing? I was thinking yeah. or thinking, and remember, I'm watching it over the shoulder of a doctor, but I was like, is that, are they, is it like on loop? Are they showing the same thing over and over again? The way that they did it is they showed all the concept art together in one trailer, and then they touched on each piece using that concept art when they were talking about it. 
breaking it down. Uh, so that's why you thought it was on loop. It didn't, did seem kind of repetitive. I would rather they just talk about the concept art as opposed to making a trailer about concept art. It was yeah. kind of redundant. It was a little weird. Um, so in the style of armor, it's kind of very dojo fighting style. Yes. Um, Say it. Thing. I'm Say not it. A big fan of it. What? Say the name. What? Cub Fu! I oh. have not seen a brand new Pokemon that's gotten me more excited than when they showed Cub okay. Fu. I was like, yes! Cub Fu! Right. So, <laughs> I was going to say at first that you are in the dojo and you are learning from the dojo master. His name is Mustard. I can't stand Mustard as a general rule, by the way. The I don't food. like Mustard either. It's a fine name, um, though. He is a former champion and he's also the trainer of Leon. So... Now, let's touch on Cub Fu. Cub Fu is the new legendary. It's a legendary. It's a little baby at first. Joins you while you're in the dojo on the Isle of Armor. It evolves into Urshifu, which Equally is, dope. It's pretty cute. Uh, it has one of two fighting forms. So there's sting- single strike style, which is a fighting dark type. And then there's rapid strike style, which is a fighting water type. Yes. It evolves based on, quote, choices that you make in your adventure i love it which is pretty interesting uh, i'm gonna be interested to see how people determine like what leads to what you know how dumb this is cub food single handle me makes me want to get the game again just so i can pick up where i left off instead of just playing off of like jack's profile oh my heavens like okay. i'm all about it somebody on somebody on discord called that by the way somebody said donnie's gonna buy the game back just so he can <laughs> i mean cub food I there's not many it's like Lycanroc it's there are not many new Pokemon since second gen that have captivated me but the moment I saw it I was like that's dope I love Cub Fu um, if they don't put Cubone in and it's like a little expansion whatever then I'll totally just go and train I'm pretty sure it will be in Cub Fu um, Urshifu also gets two Gigantamax forms one depending on what style that you've got the fighting dark is red and the fighting water is blue okay so then, that one's coming in June 2020. Part two, the Crown Tundra is releasing this fall. And this time, the player character is supposedly named the leader of a new expedition. And the whole area is pretty icy, being a tundra and stuff. So you're going out into the wild area that's uh, very icy and completely frozen over. In this area, you explore Pokemon dens, similar to the wild area now, but you do it as a co-op element. So there's co-op in exploring these dens and fighting, pretty much. This whole thing seems like it's co-op. And you get to catch new Pokemon that have not been released into the main game it's yet. evolution of the wild area. Yeah. And they've got areas where you can catch every single previous legendary, not mythical, I don't think, legendary in the Pokemon series from what what I saw. Like, it looked like every single one of them was Sounds there. right. Um, they showed off the new legendary for this pack because they, they are also getting a new legendary. And it is this deer thing that I thought looked like the forest spirit in Mononoke that um, stands on two really long, thin legs and has little bitty stubby arms, and it's just a nightmare fuel. Like, if this thing showed up in my dreams, I would probably, like, <laughs> kill 
kill myself in my sleep. Uh, its name is Calyrex, C-A-L-Y-R-E-X. It is a psychic grass type. So it's kind of like, it's called the king Pokemon, I think I saw. So it's kind of like the ruler of all the land, which is where I got that four spirit from Mononoke from. Uh, if you look it up, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And it looks just like it. Creepy, right? All right. So there is a free update available today for Sword and Shield where you can visit a train station and encounter either the Sword or Shield's version of the new rival that's going to be in the first expansion, uh, the Isle of Armor. Uh, if you are in Sword, it's going to be a poison-type girl named Clara. And if you're in Shield, it's a psychic-type guy named... Um, I lost it. Avery. Yeah, Avery. If you purchase the expansion pass, you will get really cute Pikachu and Eevee uniforms that you can wear during your gym battles. Yep. Through a download code that goes through the mystery gift thing. They look super cute. They announced a Galarian Slowpoke. Like you can catch this thing through the free update now, just sort of as like a teaser. It's like, Hey, look what's, look what's coming. It's cute. Uh, if you get an armor or an Isle of Armor item, it will evolve into a Galarian Slowbro. And if you get a Crown Tundra item, it'll evolve into Galarian Slowking. So you've got two different evolutions that are Galarian exclusive to look forward to. I really like Slowbro because when I first started trading Pokemon cards and I got into like that first initial set. So what is it? We're talking like 96, 97, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's about the time that it came over. There started rumors in the cafeteria that Slowpoke evolved into like some awesome evolution. It's like, man, this is this thing. It's called slow bro. And I was like, bullshit. There's no slow bro. That's dumb. That's the dumbest thing. And it totally was. And they came out like the fossil series. I was like, I've got to get a slow bro. And then you get the card and it's like, it's not that good of a card. But um, I have fond nostalgic memories just for that Pokemon. This is, see, you wonder, you're like, why is Donnie stuck in the 90s? That's my Pokemon. Like all the Pokemon right. I have affinity for is just me at the cafeteria table trading cards of friends, making decks and stuff. That's that is my Pokemon. Oh, home. They banned Pokemon cards at my school. Oh yeah, they tried to do that for us too, but you know mm-hmm. it was like mafia over there. We were doing stuff under <laughs> secret handshakes. From you, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, like I mentioned, they've got. Brand new Pokemon that you can't catch in the main area of the game. There are 200 plus old Pokemon returning. That Here's the damage control, right? Because people were going to lose their minds regardless. Because they're like, oh my god, you didn't include these guys in the main game. You know, <laughs> keep this for the National Dex and lock it behind $30. The damage control is that you don't have to buy it. If you got a friend that's got it, the new They can send them to you and stuff. Today, you can switch back and forth. They Make friends with you. Kyle the Pug. You'll have nine of everything. He'll start sending right. things to everybody. Kyle is flowing in Pokemon. So I just to say, hashtag Donnie was wrong. I mean, I really thought that they were going to stick to this, and every game would have its own exclusive set of Pokemon, and I thought that this was the band-aid they could rip off, and now they're starting to, to walk it back, which Here's means if know. the next game doesn't have it, everybody's going to be up in arms again, you know? What I want to know is, they said 200 plus. Um, I want to know, since there's already 500 in the main game, if you yep. add 200 to each expansion... I'm talking about... I'm oh, talking I read about, that it was 200 in, like, total. Well, that's what I thought. Like, but what if you do 200 to the sword expansion pass and 200 to the shield expansion pass, and therefore you have every Pokemon that's I ever been I think you're being done. too optimistic. That's, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, that's too much optimism. <laughs> then people would be trading back and forth that's like true. crazy. That's true. You know? That's true. 
Uh, other than that, they showed new Gigantamax forms, including ones for the starters of this generation. Jack Final lost Century. his mind when I showed him that Charizard. <laughs> and oh, no, no, no! Wait, wait, wait! And those are those are for the, this this starter, right? Which I believe that those. Oh, three I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. You're talking about yeah. Cinderace and, and like the starter starters. Yeah. I got you. That My bad. Been, that should have been put in the main game to begin with. That's true. We talked about that. Like, you can't make a Pokemon game without the old starters. Like, if you want to say not all the Pokemon are in, that's fine. Like, I'm okay right. with that. We've we've talked yeah. about that ad nauseum. But to have a Pokemon game without Charizard, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle in it, it's like that's that's hypocrisy you can't be doing that 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 really hurts people well yeah no they're they're adding them in and they're getting their own gigantamax forms but what i'm saying is the main starters the bunny or score bunny like the all bunny. of those three, they should have had gigantamax forms that's to true. begin with that's I mean, that's a good point it, it's just kind of a no-brainer especially if you're having them only cap out at one type and they don't have a secondary type and it just drives me crazy and then we saw there are new forms for the original red, blue, yellow, legendary birds, dude. All right. And then Kyle asks us, based on, you know, from this, between the new Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, what was your favorite redesign in the direct? Okay. I think here's the thing. I think every one of them probably improves. Maybe not Zapdos. I might prefer the Zapdos old design to the new one, but even then, like the new one I'm okay with, especially if it changed movesets a little, because the new one kind of looks like a like a badass. So I was thinking like if he had like some fighting moves or some ground moves, like that'd be kind of cool. Here's the thing. The old Moltres not great. Like I've never liked that design. I've never thought it was good. I think it's the weakest of the three. For the sure. new Moltres improves the most. Like the new I Moltres think- could just be the new Moltres forever, and that would be great. But that said, I still don't know if the new if I. I still think I like my. I might like Articuno more just because I think Articuno's design is the best. But mm-hmm. Moltres has improved so much. Yeah. <laughs> that I kind of want to lean that way, but the new Articuno just looks awesome. I was like, that just looks like a great Pokemon. So new Moltres looks dope, but the Zapdos is my favorite. It's pretty cool. That, I thought that the Zapdos. It's almost like Dodrio esque. It's it's like it's kind of has like a look to it. It's kind of. Well, I'm not a big orange fan, and I'm like Zapdos is probably my favorite of the original three. So I may be a, a little bit biased, but man, it looks dope. It looks it super dope. It's, it's like it's a little like. I don't know, like a little, just like crunchy. He's just like a little, he's got a little oomph to him. He's a little, a little offbeat. I like it. I like it. It's yeah. pretty cool. He's got a little personality to that look. Whereas, yeah. you know, like the old original birds, like the original three, Zapdos, I think really was mean. by far the best looking one of them. Yeah. Um, out of the new three, I think it's more on par. I think they're all much closer together. I oh, think you can cool. pick one now. Like, whereas the old ones, I never felt too strongly about the old ones. So I like them. I'm a thumbs up across the board, like all three of them. Those are good. Yeah. If you can't tell, Caroline, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> like I watched this direct, I was like, "That's this is all pretty good." Like this is if if it was in the original game, I think I might have thought differently about the game. And before sure, we talk I about agree. Pokemon Home, let's come back to your point because I saw a lot of this on Twitter. A lot of people are upset that it's not in the game. And I would just want to say that I empathize with that. I understand why people say that. And the reason being is that Pokemon Company has set a standard with past games of a certain right. amount of content that you get. Right. Okay. 
they're changing that. And I think it's okay because instead of releasing another $60 game that's mostly the same content with minor differences, now they're releasing DLC that's cheaper with brand new experiences. I will take the amount of times that I've paid $60 for a game that is less than 25 hours is, oh, is content. I do that all the time. Um, I actually don't even like games that you typically go over 25 hours. So that's typically my space. So I'm not going to come on our own show and say, you know, shame on them for not making enough content in my initial purchase because right. I am just happy. I, my problem with Pokemon Sun and Moon or Sun and Moon, uh, Sword and Shield, as we've talked about, is that I think the, the initial offering wasn't good. Um, that's not saying like the game is bad. That's not what I'm saying. That's, you know, I didn't like the story as much, but there are lots of things that I, that I liked about it. The wild area in particular. Um, I did say this actually before the Pokemon Direct. I was talking to Jack uh, two nights ago, and I asked him, like, hey, like, you know, he's beaten Sword and Shield almost twice now. Like, how much do you like, uh, you know, this game? He's like, I love this game. It's my favorite Pokemon game. And I was like, really? Why? He's like, oh, I love the freedom of movement. Now I can control the camera. You know, it's like open world, and I and I get this wild area. And he, there's a lot of things that it's easy to overlook how much they change what Pokemon used to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the story isn't as long as it used to be, but now you've got all this multiplayer and stuff that you've never oh, had before. The end game is just... Yes. Know. So you've still got all of that. That's great content. My only like my only real mark against Pokemon Sword and Shield is the fact that the story, in my opinion, is awful. Like It's Terrible. really bad. Um, if it was just decent, if it was good, you know, if it was a 7.5 in story... Okay. I'd be so much happier about the game, but, but I am in the what 3% of Pokemon players that play the game for the story. So take my opinion for what it's worth. But Mm -hmm. seeing that for $30, I'm going to get basically what they're doing is they're making Pokemon the service game. That's basically what they're doing. It's Pokemon as a service. It's it's a live service game. So for $30. All right. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. For $30, I'll- I'm going to get two brand new expansions, two brand, like all new characters, new rivals, new Pokemon, my favorite Pokemon, all new things mm-hmm. to do. How is this any different than what other games do? How is this any different than any of these other games that get live updates and all these expansions and anything else? People like- don't like change. I think that's what it comes down to. People don't like change. Well, and they I think with video games, them. nobody really likes anything. <laughs> like everybody well, kind of hates everything all the time. Kevin's so. point. bless your heart i love you kevin um all right so the last little bit that they touched on was pokemon home we finally are getting pokemon home coming february 2020 uh this is the storage system that is replacing bank for the 3ds you can store monsters from pokemon go the mobile one let's go the one that was the kanto remake and sword and shield and you can transfer mons from bank from the 3ds to home now what i didn't see was does it cost $5 a year like it did before? I didn't see any pricing. And what I also didn't see, and maybe you can help me because I didn't see this part of the of the show. What does Pokemon do? But what does Pokemon Home do on its own? So like when you're just sitting on your phone and you open it up, can you play with your Pokemon? Can you can you level them up? Is there some, can you I do something in the app? Thing. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. That. Like when they originally pushed Pokemon Home, I had this envision that it's going to be kind of like a it's going to be an app and a service, like you said, first and foremost. But I had this thing that it looked like I thought my impression was they might have like some sort of game light mechanic, some sort of other like thing to keep you entertained. Yeah, I was thinking that there was uh-huh. going to be something else to that. 
Yeah, I I missed that or I I didn't see this part of the or... direct at all. Like I, I saw it on Twitter. I I haven't. They it... very briefly touched on it. Okay, because my impression was like they just put something up and that was it. Like we didn't get details. They didn't show it to us, right? Well, that was just it. They just said February 2020, and they showed that chart showing what goes to and from and what you can go between, and that was it. I didn't I see gotcha. a price point. I didn't see um, anything like showing the internal structure of it. As far as I'm concerned, it's just a storage system for me. Like, that's why I have bank, because I have all of my mon from one through whatever it was. I haven't paid for a bank in, like, a year. It's been a long time. Well, I mean, like, as long as you log on there. Right, they're they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't access them. I'm definitely, I'll I'll definitely get in there and get all caught up to speed and everything. But um, ultimately, over the direct, uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, I've had a really busy day. I have not been really plugged in. So I don't know how the internet is falling on this, but I got to admit, I won't say like it hit it out of the park for me or anything. I'm not going to go crazy with praise, but I really liked it. Uh, I'm definitely getting Mystery Dungeon. I'm m- m- probably going to get Sword and Shield. There's still a part of me because it's all conceptual. Once There's a part of me wants to know how much is there. Mm-hmm. Story content, rivals, right. gems, like that's what I really want to know. Like how much of that is there? If there's enough, I'm definitely playing. If there's not, if like it's super light maybe I'll just get like cub through, through Kyle, <laughs> but like, that'll be yeah, where I fall on it. I'm 100% getting this for Jack without a doubt. He's going to play all yeah. of this. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. Good. 20 minutes. Got two purchases. Fantastic. I'll probably buy the expansion pass just so I can make sure that I get all of my mon because I do collect every single one of them, but uh, it doesn't spark anything in me to actually like continue playing that game. Is that sad? I haven't even caught... Like, when I get home, I think I may be a little bit more incentivized to be like, I got to fill the holes in my boxes. But other than that... There's a part of me that would... Nothing's exciting. I think it's the fact that it was all concept and nothing was fleshed out. We didn't see any models. We didn't see any actual world. Yeah, that's true. But the concept looked good. It did. I mean, I I mean, you don't have to buy today, right? Like, your purchase isn't hinged on today. Now, you may want to to get that t-shirt, but... Chill out. Like, don't do that. Like, chill out. Wait. I do think, I was wondering, that was one thing I said in the Discord. Do you feel like it might be too long? Like, it's a really long lead up. It's like, hey, we've got all this new stuff coming five months from now. It's like, kind of burn this a little early. Because Fire Emblem Three Houses has still got their main thing coming in April. That's true. That's true. I forgot about that. That's almost been nine months. And Xenoblade went almost a full year until Torna came out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But Torner was like a almost like a new game plus like a like kind of whole new but thing. Torner was part of the DLC. Torner was good. Torner was so good. Value of how crazy that we're getting a Pokemon game in like what ninety days? Less? Yeah, a spinoff. Yes. I didn't expect that. Like if, before we walked the like when the news broke, we we're getting Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I was like, oh, okay, that's the Pokemon game for November, and mm-hmm. they're like, it'll be out in March. <laughs> I was like, oh snap, that's like super fast. Oh no, I I fully expect this year is a Sinnoh remake. I think, you know, I do think the Sinnoh remakes are a thing. I just think that they're not announcing that until around E3. I disagree with you. You know why? Because I saw somebody tweet this today and I was like, yep, that makes sense. Somebody was like, so they're totally going to release like the Pokemon Sword Shield Ultimate Edition that has all the DLC and everything in it for $60 this November. And I was like, 
Yeah, that's probably right. That makes no all the way. sense in the world. There would be mm. such an uprising. I'm just saying, don't don't. People would be so mad. They, so, but they do this in other games all the time. They release sure a game with DLC all year long, and then they release the definitive edition, and they'll still get their third release. But it won't be a third game. It'd be the same game you've already bought. If it's not Johto, let's go. It's Sinnoh remakes. But you think they're coming this year? Yes, it's an off year. You get me excited about that because, like, I kind of am excited. I want to play those games again. Because we didn't. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was 2015 or yeah. 2016. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. Yeah. I know everybody keeps looking for the Let's Go, but maybe they're all working on this. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? I don't know. They're a big. It's they're either, a big developer. So. It's either a Sinnoh remake or a Johto Let's Go, but I would probably put money on the Sinnoh remake. I had more fun, as I've said, I had more fun playing Let's Go than I did Sword Shield, but that's just because I think the story was better. So and, I would I open just, I, to another remake because those stories I'm, are great. I'm, my, I'm jaw dropped every single time I go to something that I saw in colorless pixel form to fully rendered 3D with color. Right. Every time. So good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, that was our Pokemon Direct wrap up. Um, we've got some news to get through. I'm going to check my time here. 37 minutes. Okay. We may not get to what we're playing this week. This comes to us by Polygon, who quotes and cites DigiTimes, who has a eh, shaky track record with with history and stuff like this. They say a new Nintendo Switch will enter mass production in Q1 2020, and this is widely speculated to be the Nintendo Switch Pro. Now, this comes off the heels of Dr. Sir Cantoto, CEO of game industry consultancy Canton Games, um, who told game, GamesIndustry.biz that it was 100% absolutely Switch Pro was coming this year. You may have already heard Kevin and uh, Lucas talk about this on um, PSVG Prime. Prime this past week. So this is very, I want to say exciting. I'm very excited about it. I, I obviously know Kevin and Lucas didn't share my excitement, but this would be interesting because we've had the Switch, the Switch Revision, the Switch Lite, which is at the perfect price point. We know new consoles are coming, right? So they have new competition. So it was now the mm-hmm. right time to launch a Switch Pro. I, I want to say, I mean, I always want to say that I always believe the rumors. And I think that always makes me feel less credible because I really get hook, line, and sink with this. But there seems to be details with this rumor in terms of the construction, the materials that it's in the pipeline, that's in supply chain. Those are details that you normally don't hear about unless it's real. Like sure. those are typically not, not rumors. Working on it yes. Physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to believe it. I'm really, really excited for it. I, I, I've said that on this podcast for a year plus now. I want more power with my Switch. I will gladly trade up and buy new ones and be happy to do so. Um, I've talked about it last week, how much I love my Switch my Switch Lite on the go. It's fantastic. Form factor, everything feels great. Did you see my tweet about that, by the way? Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going crazy because I didn't want to say it on the podcast because I, I feel like saying it sounds dumb. But mm-hmm. I swear to you, when I play my Switch Lite, it looks better. Like the I've games look that, better though. on the Switch. Like, well, we had somebody had somebody reply to me. Display though, I feel like it's a different display. Somebody replied to me that it's the 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 pixel density is just higher. Like the DPI yeah. is much higher. And he gave me all the numbers, and I don't remember them because I don't really care. But I mean, it's it's crazy because you know I play Dragon as Quest. As close as you are to that screen, it would make sense. I played Dragon Quest on the OG, and remember I came on and I played the demo, and I was like, it's 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 okay, it's stylish, but, you know, it's kind of blurry, it's kind of edgy. Right, right. I play in the light, and there's moments where I'm playing this game, and this game's beautiful. 
but it's yeah. just like a whole new level of sharpness just by shrinking the image a little. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, it, it is weird because when we got the new 3DS, there was a sharper image when you expanded it. Yep. It's yep. kind of weird. So, you know, but if we get a Switch Pro... I think Pro, it's a pixel thing. I think you're right. If we get a Switch Pro, there's we, we talked a lot about in the Discord, so I just want to recap a little bit. If we get a Switch Pro, um, one of the concerns that Kevin brought up, and I think this is a, a concern shared widely amongst customers, is they feel like they'll be left behind, that they'll be cut out. Um, I by no means think that Nintendo is about to s- split the user base. That's just not what they do. I don't think they've ever sure. really done it. Does that not mean that a Switch Pro might have unexclusive game that the others don't? Like, I wouldn't go that far because they did it before. They've done it before. It's happened. I don't think it's been successful. So I don't know if they do it again. I don't there's no proof that that's a good idea. But at the same time, I think there's a lot that you can do to the Switch to make it better. Um per, like first and foremost, you can make the memory bus faster. That's the right. thing that you hear from developers. That's why we have long load times, stuttering, that's why game assets that don't stream in quick enough pop up. Yep. All of that happens from that. That's what it is. It's, it's trying to get s- assets from memory, but the Switch is just too slow. You can right. speed that up without leaving everybody else behind. So the Switch Pro owners like me that don't mind spending a few extra hundred dollars cannot have that in play in the best. And those that don't or can't or don't want to can still play the same game. Just got to wait a little bit more, you know, play it in, a, in, in like a, if you want to call it a lesser condition, but you know, like a normal condition. DSL versus yeah, fiber. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think you can do things like a Bluetooth, you can change the form factor, you can have materials, you can do all kinds of things to a pro and still keep it within gin and not change yes. anything. Um, I think I'm going to give you credit. One of the things you brought up is 1080p 60 on handheld. That's a huge leap up. So play the picture on your TV on your on your screen that, that you keep with you. Yes, I think it has to be bare minimum that. Nobody in the so a lot of things that everybody keeps saying, especially in ter, uh, Sir Cantoto, one 4K, no, no, like I don't think so. That's too I don't much. Think so. I think that's a, yeah. I think that's asking too much. That's too much um, from these games. I don't want to see Pokemon Sword and Shield in 4K. I've no. seen the game in 1080p. It's not that great. <laughs> new consoles or, or PS5 and Xbox going to be 8K. They have 8K support, but most of them. So Xbox has went on record. They are targeting. This is like the base that they want to do. 4K 120. Okay. Well, see, that's, I mean, that's on par for what I think is coming. 8K is a big leap. 8K is huge. Like, we're years away from 8K being. I saw an 8K television, like, a few months back, and it's just, it's insane. I don't want to underappreciate how fast we move in tech, but we are, I feel conservative in saying this, conservatively, at least four or five years away from 8K being a thing that early adopters are doing, let alone everybody. (laughs) It just like, and I, I linked you that thing. I don't know if you watched or not, where like 4K games, it's like, it really doesn't make that much of a difference, but depending on how close you are to the screen, it does. It, really it does. Trust me. It does. It's, it's a huge All difference. Right, well, for, for somebody <laughs> like me, who's got a 1440. But frames, frames also go frame. into that. Like frames are almost more important than resolution. Right. And everybody Refresh looks at the rate, switch and they, they they depend so much on resolution because we for so long we have um, we've measured power in resolution. Right. right? 1080p, 4K, 1440, 720, mm-hmm. 900, like that's a thing. I think a Switch Pro that could get you to 1080p 60 all the time, handheld or docked, like that's not even a, in some games that's not even improvement docked. Right. 
but gets you faster memory, faster load, Bluetooth, better speakers, longer, uh, more storage, better battery. I'd be mm-hmm. willing to pay for those upgrades happily. Sure. Would happily. What if it was slimmer and lighter too? Bigger screen, easier to hold. That's where I differ because I want it to at least be thick enough to have an HDMI port because if it's not okay, some people are saying there's no dock, which bothers me. And I've also I seen some people saying screen. that the big power boost is just the dock. It's right. a new dock that you know doubles the power and all that. That's the case. It should be like it's just a two hundred dollar dock. I'd buy it. Hmm. I didn't think about that route, but I don't think they would do that either. I think the Switch well, first I mean, and foremost think... is a tablet, and they will sell tablets. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. They were. We were. Kevin and I were arguing about price point. You know. I think if they, I think if they just focus on upgrading the tablet part to a ten eighty. I think they can get away with three hundred and fifty dollars for a price point. Now, Kevin thinks three ninety nine. I think three ninety nine, because so what I'm thinking is, ten eighty p sixty, portable. Always ten eighty p sixty on on like when you dock it, you you are cooking with fire. You've got all the things you want: faster mm-hmm. memory, more storage, right? Lighter, thinner design. Maybe the battery is the same, if not better. Maybe a better screen, like in terms of just visual screen quality, maybe better screen sure. quality. A D-pad. Maybe it comes with a Joy-Con with a D-pad put on it. Nice. No, you know, like things that. like that. Like there are all these kinds of quality of life and Bluetooth. You plug in your Bluetooth headphones. Like it's yeah. built into it. You sync to it directly. There are all these quality of life things that I'm, I'm seeing that they can do without really changing a whole lot, without taking another right. generational leap. It's just a little bit more money to make it all. That not everybody wants to pay for. Like, I get it. The families that play Nintendo, they don't want to play for that. They don't want to pay for that. But the gamers do. Yes. And the gamers of us out there, I think, might would be entire. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm excited about this rumor. I'm going to buy one. If they come out E3 and they're like, it's a Switch Pro. Like, I'm trading in my OG Switch that day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. I will play on the light until I get the new one because... Um, there are times I got to tell you, as, as somebody who really loves playing my Xbox, there are times where I'm playing my Switch and I'm like, "This is just chugging along. Like it should be better oh, than yeah. this." It's not the that it's bad. The memory problem it's just, is the worst. Just things. my load times is the worst. Yep. If they could just unbottleneck the CPU and the memory and get like, what if they're like Breath of the Wild drops no frames anymore? I'd want to replay the whole game. I'd be like, "That's amazing," you know, like that type that type of stuff alone would get me excited to want to to want to upgrade. So, anyway, it's a good one. Also talked on PSVG Prime, Kevin's favorite Nintendo reporter, Emily Rogers, broke down Nintendo Switch 2020 on Reset Era, and she talked about a couple of things. Um, She talked about Wii U ports, and we've talked about this uh, quite a bit, actually, for the last, what, five or six episodes? But she also talked about one interesting point that I think is um, maybe almost not of... So a lot of a lot of podcasts are going, what Wii U ports do you want on the Switch? And we're going to do the same thing. And they're probably the answers we've already told you before. But I think a lot of people aren't focusing on the point that she was actually making in this thing. Was She said that she's afraid, or at least a little lackluster in the sense that she thinks 2020 lineup will be propped up too much on ports and remasters instead of new games. And it looks like her prediction is bearing fruit, considering that we have Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive oh, Edition yeah. and... Pokemon Mystery Dungeon already in the works. And we're we're supposed to be getting two or three Wii U ports coming as well. Yeah. So, like, look, it might be a port-heavy year. Yeah, it could be. 
Wii U port wise, uh, I think 3D World is definitely one of them. I can't see it not being. There's your Mario game for the year. I really want a new Mario game. I agree, but you know, a lot of people don't understand the wonder that is 3D World. No, I'm with you there. You know, you know, I'm with you there. So here's all right. Mm, All right, keep going. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to write an asterisk here next to 3D World. The other contenders (laughs) that I thought would be good would be Nintendo Land, Paper Mario Color Splash, Color Splash, Pikmin 3, Xeno X. Okay, so you hit Xeno X came out. I would lose. You hit most of mine. So what I wanted to say was. Xeno X was number one on my rankings. And the reason being is I think you have, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's the game though. Uh, But the reason is I think you have the opportunity to have Xenoblade Chronicles X and two all on the same console. And that's really, really cool. I want that to happen. Yeah. See, if this was on Xbox or PlayStation, the Xenoblade Chronicles remaster would come with a port of X and that would be really, really awesome, but they're not going to do that. The problem with that is that um, Monolith Soft has said that the money isn't there to make a port. Yeah. I would rebuy X. I don't know if I'd replay it all. I would try. X is long. X is long. You're talking 60, 70 hours before you get to like the game like the good That's game my kind of crap okay okay all right um all right so i just want to get a couple of things out of the way i think pikmin 3 is it i think pikmin 3 i've told i told kevin on the episode i think pikmin yeah. 3 is coming i think, I think that makes a very good chance that makes a ton of sense it's a beautiful game it was a beautiful mm-hmm. game on wii like one of the more visually visually impressive games color they splash ported, is good they ported one of the pikmins to wii if I remember correctly, one of the GameCube Pikmin. Yeah, they did, and they let you do Wii, Wii controls. The Wii control. Yeah. So on Wii U, you can play all the Pikmins. One, two, three, and three. You can play them all. Um, yes. Okay. Here's the interesting thing. I want it to be the Zelda HD. Like that's what I want it to be. Oh, that's what you. And I've talked about it forever. That's what I want it to be. But here's so if it's 3D World. Remember, I I, I talked about this with Kevin. I was hoping that we would get Wind Waker or Twilight Princess in a new Mario game. If that's not the case, so if you're telling me it's 3D World, because I don't think we're going to get 3D World and Odyssey 2 in the same year. I don't think that's happening. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you think that's possible? No. With two Mario think, games like that? I don't think we get a new Mario title this year, even though I would want one. But I'm, just think of it like if it was possible. Do you think yeah. they would release a th- port of 3D World and Odyssey 2 in the same calendar year? Nope. Neither do I. So if you're telling me it's 3D World... Then I'm telling you it's Skyward Sword. Because even though Wii it's a game, it's not No, a I know Wii that. Sword. I know that. But even though it's even though it's a Wii game, an HD remaster would be a new game. So even if it's a port, it's still new. Whereas Twilight Princess or Wind Waker is not new. Those are right. just ports of old games. Right. A Skylight uh, a Skyward Sword is not a port of an old game. A Skyward Sword HD remaster is a brand new game. Right. See what I'm saying? I thought I thought we were saying it. No, no, I know. I know. I know what the question was. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to armchair quarterback this. If Skyward Sword HD doesn't hit this year, and if it's not announced this year, I'm gonna be really upset. I'm trying to take Emily's. I'm trying to take her her lead here. If she says it's gonna be a year full of ports, well, if 3D World is the port, and you and I both agree that the game is great and it deserves to be ported, Mm -hmm. then they can't also, in my opinion, they can't also do HD Wind Waker and Twilight Prince. Like, that's too many ports. 
You got too many ports. If you do Pikmin three, like Mario you got money though, dude. But I know, but you have to have a new game at some point, like in the fall. Oh, like at some point, you have to have a new game. The thing to do is throw Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, and put Skyward Sword HD in there and sell it as a bundle, and it will sell like hotcakes. Oh, uh, Sean says I'm way too loud. Sorry, Sean. Let me tone myself down here, but. Yeah. Get my microphone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hopefully, hopefully, our entire audio for the last fifty minutes hasn't been, you know, egregious. Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if we get Pikmin three and 3D Mario World, then I'm going to say it's Skyward Sword. Um, but to answer the question, I want it to be 3D World. I want it to be Xeno X. We've already gotten what Rayman, Lego City, Bayonetta, a lot of the indies. Uh, we've gotten New Super Mario Bros. U, Shovel Knight. What we haven't got. And and I know it's smaller. No NES remix. That's a port I'd love to have. I know. I said Nintendo Land. I don't think you can make Nintendo Land work on Switch. I don't think you can yeah, either. Yeah, you can't. So that one's just lost. That one's just lost to the ether. It's gone. It's it's yeah. Wii U and it's there forever. Um, NES remix I- is good. Now I know these aren't qualifying because the whole rumors oh. are about Nintendo first party, but there are two great games on Wii U that I would love to see come to Switch, and that's Zombie U and Deus Ex. Um, those and ports are fantastic, and I would love to see them come over. Another one that I forgot to mention was Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Ooh, that's a good one. So and that I would be good. How do you do that? Kirby and Paper Mario. How do you do that on? How do you do that when it's docked? How do you play that game when it's docked? Was it with a Wiimote? I forgot about that. Could you play? With, I only play with the stylus. Could you play with a, a Wiimote? I don't remember. I played with the gamepad with a stylus, but I don't know if it had non-stylus controls. I only played with the stylus. That might be a problem. Yeah, that that sounds like a problem because I don't know if that would be nearly as good with a with a Wiimote either. Mm, Anyway, I forgot about that. I mean, if you could do it with a Wiimote, you could technically do it with a Joy-Con. It looks like it sounds like without having this mythical Nintendo Direct that we're expecting to happen. It it sounds like we should be bracing for I don't call it down here. But definitely not a 2017 here for Nintendo. It sounds like we're going to get a lot of remakes, remasters, ports, things like that. So depending on your Nintendo fandom, you may or may not be excited about it. But I would, you know, so what we just said here, we get Animal Crossing, get a Pikmin 3, a 3D Mario World, and a Skyward Sword. Sign me up for that year. (laughs) I'm happy to play those games. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. It'd be interesting to see how many legs they get with this. They've got to have year of AC. They've got to have three or four more games, even if they're all ports. But they've got to pad out the lineup way more than that. Like that won't get them where they want to be. Bay of Three hits this year too. Bay of Three is good, and and you know um, she also mentioned that she doesn't think it's necessarily bad because she's seeing this year being a lot like last year, where we get a lot of ports of games that have never been on Nintendo consoles, like where we saw The Witcher and Overwatch. Like they're still like those are still really big releases. Yep. In a Nintendo space where they can kind of they can build months, you know, around those types of games if they can get, mm-hmm. you know, if they can get Apex Legends or something for that matter, and they can drop that and they can build a few weeks around that type of game on Switch. So uh, it should be it should be pretty interesting. For sure. Um, uh, Steven Dupree, who is the lead designer on Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and Donkey Kong Country Returns, has returned to Retro Studios. After a stint at Playful, Dupree helped the charming Super Lucky's Tale on Xbox One, but has since returned to Retro Studios as a principal game designer. 
I played the Super Lucky's Tale demo on Switch uh, over yeah. Christmas break. I didn't talk about it. It's quite good. And I say that as somebody who's played it on Xbox. On Switch, I want to say, could be my memory not doing me well, you have full control over the camera and it feels like it moves better. Like it, well, it, it, generally it, with a good platformer, yeah, you do have full control over the camera. So I remember talking with, with on on Empire with Nathan. I was like, so I tried to play it and I get into it. And it wasn't that it was bad, but I want to say like this game I think was made for VR at first. And when you played it on Xbox, it felt like that. You know, like it felt yeah. not bad, but floaty, not contr- like definitely not as a Nintendo platform person, yeah. not yeah. what you're expecting to play. And you yeah. know what you like as a Nintendo person, when you say that to somebody, they know exactly what you're talking about. Because when you play an Odyssey or a, you know anything, a 3D world, and you try to play something else, you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know this feels bad. Um, but I played it on Switch and played a little demo. It's about an hour, and it was good. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I almost wanted to buy it. It's forty dollars though. Seriously? That's yeah, a little too much for me. <laughs> well, that's like, what ukulele was when it came out, so it's not surprising to me. Ukulele is way better. I'm not trying to tell you that Super Likes Tell is amazing on Switch. I'm just I'm talking about the first ukulele. Oh, well, that's not that's not <laughs> very good your mind, didn't at you? all. Oh. All right, so let's see here. We're almost in an hour. Do you want to do what we've been playing, or do you want to do some questions? Uh, I mean, what I've been playing is nothing. I'll just put that right now. I'm in gaming purgatory, as I'm calling it, because I just don't have the desire to play anything. It's kind of terrible, uh, but I've been watching GDQ this week. I'm excited. You were in it. Like, I've never seen. You were so so into it. I love speedrunning, guys. It's probably one of my favorite niche. You're 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 in the Discord, PSVG.blogs/discord. You're talking about you're saying all these names I've never heard of before, and you're saying all these terms I've never heard of before. It's it's quite impressive just to watch you go. I just well, I just absolutely I love that I've been able to pal around with Rebecca about it because we've just been talking about. I, I I enjoy watching you guys do it, so I'm not trying to interrupt you so much. I almost feel bad. I post a news story like right in the middle of your conversation. No, and I'm like it was fun. I, I hate that I have to go to bed because this is a 24 hour week long marathon, and it is over Saturday going into Sunday morning. Anyway, uh, GDQ is great. If you are listening to this and you are, it's still going on. Uh, it benefits the Prevent Cancer Foundation, and they always get a lot of good press and good donations that go to that, and it's totally worth it. Uh, but for games, I'm waiting for Rune Factory 4 Special, which was supposed to be coming out this month, but it got pushed to February 25th. Um, I've been exercising because I'm overweight. I've been exercising, too. And I'm. It's like we all really, are at PSVG. It's like we've all collaboratively got together and I'm like we're all fat. We need to lose weight. Well, I'm just I'm right now. I'm just trying to build stamina because I'm very out of shape. And the other day I was on the bike and I, I almost passed out because I did not have enough to eat, and I was just apparently pushing myself too hard. So uh, I've only gone one day without cycling on the bike for thirty minutes. Congratulations. Yep. We went to Ireland. We did that thing. Um, I did have a moment where I got into a manic shopping fit and I uh, bought is awesome. a very, very nice set of Disney limited edition dolls, all Elsa, and I'll be paying those off for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I that on Twitter. They're I like beautiful. it. I love it. 
I pre-ordered a limited run games title too when I was out in Ireland. It showed up uh, that Friday that we were in there. I am finally going to play Blossom Tales, which is Ooh. physically coming to uh, it's physically coming to the Switch through limited run games. So I can't wait to play that. It's linked to the past love letter. So yeah, I'm just waiting. I haven't even been playing WoW that much. It's kind of sad. I just I, I've been painting the house again. Yeah, we 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 did um, spec out the the skylight, and they were out here today, so they cut yeah. the entire skylight out of my roof and put a new roof on and everything. So we're kind of doing that too. We got to re-stipple the the finish and all that. We've got to it's a mess. Don't stipple your ceiling, man. It, the whole our whole ceiling. It's the whole thing is the entire house. Just take a there's there's ways that you like I can't spray do it the water. entire house. Sure, you can. You spray water on the ceiling, and then you it it sort of like just melts that stuff and then you take a vacuum to it and it just shaves it off. That's no, that's too much. I'm not doing oh, that. Oh dude, it's so much fun to watch. I'm not doing that. Um, but, all right. So before I even talk about anything, let's get one question in because this one's specifically for you and it came from Drew. Now that Carol's okay. back, what did she think of the animal crossing trailer that you guys discussed last week? Which one was this? This was the one where they're like, ah, like yeah. watching him. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. And the new cute. screens, like, just what do you think? You haven't had a, oh, you were, you were gone. Not. You haven't had a chance I to chime in. Carol, if you haven't understood, uh, in Animal Crossing Land, you're kind of a big deal. Everybody oh, okay. wants to hear what you think about it. <laughs> so I went on Twitter and I kind of had this tirade because they posted the quote high definition screenshots of this game. And the aliasing on the models was horrendous. And that's just Nintendo's MO. Like they've not done anti-aliasing oh for like three gens now. <laughs> it was so bad. I was gonna cry. But then I went back and I looked at the footage from E3 and I looked at the footage from the September Direct. And you know, there's really when you're playing, it's not as it's very clay, not it's very well anti-aliased. Um, I don't, I don't think that, I think it's just the weird motion. Cause I think they took those, obviously they took those stills while they were in motion. There were models in motion. And I think for whatever reason, it just got it. The camera takes them in weird parts where there's just really obvious jagged edges. That was my big deal. But when I was looking at gameplay, yes, there's some aliasing there, especially in the models when you're crafting, but it's not so bad as what i saw in those stills i don't think it's going to be a big problem okay i mean i stand i i'm not overly impressed with animal crossing new horizons visuals i haven't been the textures are gorgeous those textures that were in the um like the little leafy things for such a colorful game with so many different contrasting colors like i feel like it should be so much brighter and vibrant and it's just kind of flat and muted oh no see i feel like the colors are there Oof. Yeah, I'd I have to disagree to. with you. I mean, I would just say, like, you play Mario Kart 8 on one screen and you look at New Horizons, the other one, and it's like, one definitely looks a little, like, kind of whitewashed, kind of drowned out and kind of muted, where the other one has all these different colors and neon effects and it's brighter and it's happening. But then again, you're on an island. I think they sort of had that bloom effect going. Mm. I mean, it just kind of looks like a 3DS game. To I me. like it. It's a little better, but it's not like a new gen HD better. It's not... It doesn't feel like a huge leap to me. Mm. It's kind of the same. Not like, and as I said on the podcast, not that I think it matters because once it comes out, we're all going to go shake trees anyway. So it doesn't really matter. You're going to learn Those to love it anyway. Look amazing. Oh my God. The definition on the like apple and. 
the apple definition bro okay so i said i've been buying the things i've been losing the weight too so here you go got stuffs Uh, I need to get Greenfit Adventure. So I am building up stamina on the bike right now, but I plan on getting Greenfit Adventure because I've heard nothing but good things. And if it gives me a goal to do and it makes exercising a little bit more enjoyable, what the hell? I on mean, the Google Store, if you've never ordered anything off the Google Store, it was $30 off. Ring last week. Yeah, so I got it for like $50, bucks. 49 dollars is what I paid for it. I didn't know the Google store had that kind of stuff. They it, they seldom do, and they don't do much of it. But I, you know, because I have like those alerts set up, I got hit with one, so I went you know ahead what? and popped on it. So like, um, I, I still I have a twenty five dollar gift certificate from Best Buy for them nixing GCU. I don't want to, uh, like, I never wanted to like make a, like a huge deal about it. But we have like a fitness channel in the Discord, so if you guys are yeah, out there trying to do it, like, you can join it. Enough of us were doing New Year's resolutions. Yeah, so join us. I'm down 14 pounds. I've been doing a diet every day. And my goal is between that and the VR and the fitness and uh, some walks I've been doing with my dog and stuff just to kind of up my activity level. I'm trying to lose some weight. I did get these NES controllers while they were on sale on the thing. I don't even know why. Just because they were like 20 bucks. That's why. So they were on sale. And apparently the Famicom ones were too. But I had no way of getting them because I was in Ireland when they went on. So I still am looking for a set of the Famicom ones because I have a Super Famicom controller. Come on, Shakeful, or Shaq Faithful out there. Help her. Help her. Find those Super Famicom ones. Caroline, while you were gone and while I didn't talk about it last week, I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey. I've went through three worlds of it just because I just felt in the mood to play Mario game after talking about like games of the decade and all that. So I'm trying to give that one like a, a new a retry, a new spin on, okay. on life. That's that's good because you did not like that game. Very I much liked it. it. Everybody says that I liked the game. I know, but you didn't. See, you're like I'm selling it. I don't really care to have. I never it sold it. I bought it digitally. It's. <laughs> it's there it's never going away um but i didn't want to uh i all i've all i've said about that game is it's not a it's not my top five mario game mm-hmm. i'm still not sure if i'm willing to come off of that yet um, okay. i just thought it was good you know it's not 3d world is what i told people and nobody liked hearing that right. um i've been playing bullet storm on switch which is a shooter that came from like the 360 generation um it runs and plays quite well it looks okay. pretty good it's kind of a terribly written game, which is why I think they added Duke Nukem to it. it. <laughs> they have Duke Nukem in it. And what? And so it, so then it becomes when you add Duke Nukem to it, then instead of it being like a terribly written game, now it becomes like great cheesy B movie like type oh game. God. So fun fact, <clears throat> I love Duke Nukem. Oh, so he's and he's full on Duke. Like he's absolutely. So I, here's what I did. I played through the first five missions and I was like, oh, it's okay. fun. I like shooting. You've got this like electric lasso that you can grab people and whip them over to you. And then it like nice. starts a bullet time. So you can like kick them in the face and then shoot them a in the head. times, And they're dead before you hit the payment. Exactly. But then I was like, all right, so it's fun to play, but I kind of hate the characters and I hate this dialogue. Mm. So I'm going to restart it with the DLC that added Duke. And I played the first four missions with Duke, and I was like, this is a better game. <laughs> now everything sounds like it fits. Like With Duke Nukem, it makes sense. It's, it seems like the Bulletstorm folks just kind of wanted to make a Duke Nukem game. When you um, make it ironic, then everything's better. Playing Super Mega Baseball, playing Super Mario Maker 2, playing Golf Peaks. I got that. That's a little indie game you were interested yeah. in that one. Yeah, I remember that one. It's a puzzle game. It gets pretty hard. <laughs> 
there are moments around actual golf though none like it's it's all puzzle so what it is it's it's kind of like a card game so you Mm -hmm. get a little puzzle little square tiles and you've got to get the golf ball to the goal which is the hole but you only get you get a select certain amount of shots that you can play in the version of cards and the whole game is you picking which cards to play in which direction at that moment and uh, but you can you can roll off you can hit it too far there there are bumpers there are things that you have to navigate in between it's fun is it golf no yeah. but it's fun it, you know it, it it is a lighthearted little little thing um and I played Wrecked and I played a lot of those other cubic games that we got that I can talk about later I've been playing right. the mess out of Dragon Quest Eleven the absolute mess out of Dragon Quest Eleven I'm twenty hours into this game. I will get it eventually. See, you were like, oh, I'll sell you mine. And now I was mine. going to. I was so ready to sell it. Here's the thing. So I, I kept right. looking at it and it kept haunting me. I was like, because here's, I was excited about it. Everybody talked about how great it was. Kyle got it. He talked all year about how great it was. Mm-hmm. Calo got it. Talked about how great it was. I was like, man, I really want to play this game. Yeah. And I bought it. I pre-ordered it. GCU got my discount. And then it was so daunting that I never wanted to start it because I was playing yeah. Pokemon and I was playing all the other things that came out. And I was playing Astral Chain. I was playing Fire Emblem. It's like I have no time to do this. I need to play it before Animal Crossing gets here. Yeah, you do. Fast forward through Christmas and I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to trade this game in. And I even messaged you. I was like, I'm going to trade this game in um, to get some something to play because I got nothing to play. Mm-hmm. And it just dawned on me. He's like, why don't you just play it then? Like, just play the damn game. Like, you bought the game. You're excited about the game. Put it in. Yeah. Let's restart it. Screw everything you did in the tutorial. Let's redo mm-hmm. it all. Um, so I think I'm through chapter seven. And the ultimate thing that I want to say wow. about it is, and I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Um, yeah, I never what? know with these. I, I never know with these types of games. They're so long. Wait, dude, you wasted all this time on this game. I didn't wait. I didn't have it. But I'm playing it now. I've played it every day at work. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. I know. Boy! It's so long! Counter... It's so long. It's such a long game. Anyway, I invest that much time into something, I'm going to finish it. Okay. Here's what I want to say about the game. It's kind of fulfilled. It's kind of fit what I was hoping Pokemon would be. And I don't know if that's weird to say about a Dragon Quest game, because they're not, like, really the same. But when Mm -hmm. I play it, I feel like I'm playing a Pokemon game. Um, it's turn-based. You have a party that you skill up and level up. And even the movements like around the towns are almost like tile-esque, like the movements, not just tile-esque, they're Pokemon-esque where you can, there's like two levels, right? So you can go upstairs and downstairs, but you can't jump over like the rail, you know, like you try to jump and you just hit air. Yeah. It's just invisible walls pretty much. So it feels like that. That's how it is with most RPGs that I yeah, do. So yeah, so it's it's like kind of Zeno, kind of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, the story so far, very lighthearted, very funny. Like All Dragon Quest games super, are. Super, yeah, derpy, just kind of, you know. So, like, very I'm enjoying strange. it. I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as saying, like, oh, I'm so enamored. It's the greatest game ever. I'm not having those types of feelings with it yet. But I'm enjoying playing it, and I'm enjoying going through, and it's it's got a lot of customization in it that I that I'm really enjoying, and uh, yeah, it's fun. As I said, I, I got through the desert, and I'm on to the next chapter, and um, I just know how long it is, and I don't know if I'm going to stick around that long because I don't know how many chapters are in the game, but I think I'm on chapter seven, um, based on my last save point. Around ten. Oh, oh, so that means I, I'd be further I along than I thought I was. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I'm already starting to get to the point where I'm like, 
I could play something else. You know, like I'm already like, oh, I could play something. And I have been. I'm not going to talk about it on this show and make this show incredibly long, but I got a new PC. Caroline, I got What the Golf. I'm about to start playing that. I got VR. I got all kinds of stuff going on. So it, it's hard for me to juggle everything, but uh, I'm really, really, I'm really, really digging it. I'm glad I, you know what? I'm glad I started playing it because it's really good. 12 chapters. You're more than halfway through. You might as well finish it. Okay, so I was thinking there was like 25 chapters. <laughs> so you know what? You might be right. Maybe I will. Dude. Maybe I will. Even Xenoblade was 10 chapters. Yeah, but those chapters are like really long. <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure is so expensive. I'm going to buy I this, but I'm not, I'm not going to buy it right now. We got started. I'm going to do the... Resistance Band Heart. <laughs> I'm going to do that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I got all kinds of games. I've just like showered myself in games with all my my bonuses and everything that've been going on. So I've been like kind of getting some stuff, getting reset for 2020. Yep. Just excited. So anyway, that'll do it. We're not going to get to the rest of the questions for these submitted questions. We will get to them next week. I promise you. Um, we've just been kind of coming in hot tonight, and Caroline coming off vacation, and everything. Plus the yep. direct. Hopefully, we'll have another direct next week. Hopefully, I'll play something this week. Gotta play so something. Y'all don't kick me off the show because I'm not playing. Like I would anymore. ever kick you off the show. <laughs> I would quit the show before I let you leave the show. That's mm. how that works. Okay. I'd be like, well, I mean, that's what the fans would want. They're like, Donnie, yeah. you need to go. Like Caroline doesn't like you anymore, and you need to bounce. I'll go hang out with the board of video game screw or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean to put you on them. What if they don't like you either? Oh wow! Yikes! Well, I mean, I can't go to. Stadia, that's a train wreck. Like, what a mess. Anyway. (laughs) I told you so on that one. (laughs) All right, Kooplings, we'll see you next week. Pokemon Direct was awesome. Bye.